Welcome to Intuitive Energies with Lauren Anderson of The Nourished Heart. I'm excited to be bringing you my very first podcast. This has been a goal of mine to bring forward for some time, and I'm so happy to see it come to fruition. So thank you for joining me. This is a podcast to discuss spiritual growth and development expanding your consciousness and spiritual awareness and all things energy. I understand things energetically and work to bring this understanding to you to assist you in understanding and learning your own energy body more deeply, perhaps showing you a new perspective, a new light or awareness. And this podcast is meant to be a supportive tool for you in traveling and a greater sense of your personal power. The perspective I'll be communicating about will be focused on your personal energetics and individual soul growth journey. However, please note that I will also discuss some collective energies in this podcast as the collective energies are always interacting with us each personally on an individual level. So, These individual energies do apply to groups, to businesses, to politics, and to collective society even, but in the sense that what affects the individual also affects the whole. What we experience individually contributes to the whole, and there are so many of us right now who are really kind of rising up in a new sense of personal power and are looking to move forward in life from a higher consciousness and a higher perspective. So this is how I hope this podcast will be of support to you each individually, no matter where you might be in your journey and providing you some new tools and new understandings, um, a different point of view or perspective that you just hadn't considered before. And hopefully just also very much supporting and empowering a deepening of your own personal spiritual growth as it's unfolding for you. So you may be wondering, who am I? (laughs) That's a really good question with a probably too long-winded of an answer. However, what's important to note is perhaps a little bit of my professional background and what made me to really really decide to bring this podcast forward for you all. My degree is in social welfare, and I graduated with a BSW, which is a bachelor's in social welfare, in 2005 from the University of Kansas. I've practiced as a licensed social worker in the state of Kansas uh, for the past 15 years. And while in college, I also um, completed my Reiki attunements to the master level of attunement. And that was, that occurred in 2002. So at the time, I was just really completing those attunements for my own personal development. Um, And it was unknown to me at that time that I would ever use or incorporate energy healing into my social work practice. Uh, It was also equally unknown to me at that time that my social work education, um, the trainings I've received and all the experiences that I went through as a professional social worker would really blend with my knowledge and my accumulated knowledge of of energy healing and energetics um, 
to leave, um, leading me basically to, to uh, want to leave my social work job and begin my own mindfulness and energy healing, um, self-actualization coaching business, which is called the nourished heart. Um, it was an inspiration because I began to see just how powerful energy healing was at getting to the core of um, the experience of any type of trauma. And I see and understand things intuitively um, as an energetic pattern. And you'll see that and hear that throughout this podcast. I'll refer to that, I'm sure, so many times. Um, and oftentimes I'll try to communicate that or explain that in a way that uses, um, I use a lot of analogies. So <laughs> bear with me. Um, that is one of my uh, training tools that I call upon a lot is the use of analogies when I'm trying to explain um, a difficult and interconnected concept. Um, sometimes visuals are really quite helpful. So um, just a little side note there, but um Where was I? So needless to say, I left um, my last position, which was an amazing job, um, but I was so called to begin, officially begin the Nourished Heart um, that I followed that with faith uh, and officially began in March of 2020. So yeah, you heard that right. Um, if you live anywhere really in America, you know that is basically when our country began shutting down for quarantining efforts. And needless to say, um, the launching of the Nourished Heart did not go as expected. However, as energies are often always working in our favor, even when um, it's not evident to us at the time, it did really give me an opportunity to refine um, the offerings that I wanted to bring forward and helped me to kind of define how I wanted to show up. So uh, this podcast was really an inspiration of how I wanted to be of service um, and to be able to support you or anyone who finds this podcast um, in a way that could help you navigate things energetically with a little bit more uh, of a sense of empowerment um, because we've been going through some really tough times and part of the energetics that I will be bringing forward in this podcast, as I mentioned, we'll be discussing all things energy. Um, it's always related to ourselves on an individual energetic level, but we are affected by um, the transiting planets. And I often will be pulling astrological information that's part of my intu intuitive interpretation of the energies and what we're kind of all working through um, individually, but at a collective consciousness level, if you will. So um, one thing that just kept coming forward to me throughout 2020 was this desire to bring forward a podcast about energetics. And um, 
you know, there were so many reasons ranging from this is my passion. This is what I love to talk about. And I could talk about this for hours. This is really my happy place, basically, to, you know, like I said, I really wanted to find a way to be of more support, to be of service. We're all going through a difficult time. We're all working our way through some pretty complex changes around us. And um, it's really called into question our mental and emotional health. And that's one area that I worked in very um, thoroughly and specifically when I was in social work and practice. Um, you know, my concentration really was in complex dynamics, um, working within mental and emotional and behavioral health issues um, for complex situations with individuals and family dynamics. So I have a lot of experience that I bring forward with understanding trauma and the expression of trauma and how that can show up in our life, how we process stressors um, and just the process of change in general, what we go through when we're going through interpersonal and transpersonal changes. Um, and there's a lot of that happening right now, isn't there? So um, it feels appropriate to start showing up this way. And I hope that you find it helpful. As with everything that I always um, tell any of my clients, just take what resonates with you. Not everything I say will probably hit as um, resonating as truth for you. And that's perfectly fine. That's how it's supposed to be. Um, I hope that this does reach you in some kind of meaningful and very helpful way to you as kind of we unfold. And so what I plan to do is bring forward um, discussion about some of the current energies we're working through, some of the transits that are happening and how you may see things showing up in your life now for you on a personal level. I'm going to try to help you maybe connect a few dots and um, also really talk about some topics that are related to energy healing, um, esoteric and spiritual growth type of topics that all kind of tie in to this type of work. Um, and hopefully we'll be bringing forward some guest speakers. Um, I'm very resource driven. I love to connect to other resources and bring a bigger picture to um, the table, so to speak, to be considered. And I believe that we do that best when we collaborate together because we are all bringing forward gifts. We all have something amazing to share and to, to contribute as well as um, learn from each other really. And that's kind of what this is all about. It's all about working to empower you in some way as you are moving forward. So um, I wanted to circle back by something to something that I said in the beginning um, to just clarify and kind of set the stage for you um, a little bit more so to speak, um, there's actually two things that I wanted to circle back to. The first is um, just know that the context from which I speak is um, grounded in my foundation of social welfare and social work training. Um, 
as a social worker, we take what's called a code of ethics. There's a social worker code of ethics when you become licensed. And uh, the important takeaways are to know that my beliefs are grounded in um, social justice and equality. And it's very much aligned with um, universal and unity consciousness, uh, understanding that we all rise together by lifting each other up and empowering each other and really acknowledging the importance of storytelling and growth individually that we um, are each in this symbiotic relationship with one another, um, all each helping the other to grow and to develop into a richer, greater sense of self. And um, how we each individually fit into that picture is something that hopefully we'll be exploring a lot on this show. So again, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. It is a great honor to show up in this way and to be trusted to show up in this way. So as you get to know me, hopefully you will gain a greater sense of trust and understanding uh, from where I'm coming from. But I am very glad that you're here. So the other thing that I wanted to circle back to is um, I said a statement about wanting to support you and traveling in a greater sense of personal power. And I just wanted to elaborate on what I mean by that really quick. Um, it's not to say that we're not all traveling with great senses of personal power um, as is. It's more to really highlight and call out um, something that I've been kind of piecing together. So I hope that you will find this this interesting here. Um, but it, it ties into research that I was really studying last year from Dr. Bruce Lipton, who has done quite a bit of research. He has so much out there that you can look at um, videos and information all over the place. Um, but what he was able to identify is that Every cell in our body um, is conducting electricity and acting as a small battery. And when we combine the electricity of all of our cells at any given point in time, we each individually are carrying with us 70 trillion, 70 trillion volts of electricity that's pulsing through your body right now. And our mind is the CEO of this energetic output, if you will, um, sort of like the control system. It's directing where does the energy go. So there's always going to be processes that are running in the background, taking some of that energy just to sustain our life, correct? You know, our blood, our heart pumping, our breath, all of that quite a bit of energy is going, but I want to draw attention to something else that really became evident to me this past year, um, which is if we happen to be holding on to, just at an individual level here, holding on to limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs, and are carrying around mental and emotional programming with us, which we all do, by the way, we all 
have so much <laughs> that we carry forward in that manner. That is serving as a suppressor. It's, it is, our energy is being suppressed to varying and corresponding degrees based on what type of limiting beliefs and thoughts and the amount of them, you know, the frequency and severity, we'll call it. Um, so our energy is being suppressed in varying and corresponding degrees based on what's specific to each of us and to our lives. And while almost all of that programming was not any of our individual choosing, none of this chose this programming, if you will, it was more imprinted on us into our being by our environments, by what we were exposed to over the course of our lifetime. And what I want to call attention to is the fact that it is absolutely our responsibility to, and part of our soul's growth and our spiritual journey, it's our responsibility to take ownership of our thoughts, of our behaviors, of all aspects of our energy and our expression of self as an adult human. And so much of our spiritual journey, if you will, is about learning and understanding who we are more deeply on all levels, mind, body, spirit, and then searching for and kind of pulling away the aspects that we are not, that we're carrying with us, but that don't really resonate as true for us. Um, and at this point, you know, in my journey, having worked so intimately with so many individuals throughout my social work career and with coaching clients and business owners, I'm now starting to understand the social programming we all experience to be kind of a highly significant source of oppression. If not, maybe the most significant source of oppression that we might each individually experience in our lifetime. And the function of this programming is really to hold us back each individually at an energetic level. So what I've grown to see and to understand as an energy pattern and the bigger picture maybe of how the dots are connecting um, in the relationship to healing, I began to have what I guess you could refer to as a social psychological understanding that the programming that we're all receiving is, you know, kind of coming at us through societal messaging and such. It's one of the greatest forms of social control. It's a way to control the masses. It seems like via imprinting trauma and imprinting uh, negative societal messaging that infiltrates into our psyches planting these thought seeds that then grow and sometimes they grow like a cancer into various expressions 
which often manifest within us each individually as something we likely view as an emotional restriction. Um, an example of this would be messaging received over a lifetime regarding body image, for example. And just think of that in, in relationship to yourself and how your body image, how does that manifest when you think of body image? How does it manifest right now for you and your self-esteem? And not just both for, for yourself, but also in your thoughts, your words, your actions in relationship to the idea of body image and the bodies of other people. So hopefully that's, that's making sense, but that's just one idea. Body image is just one idea of a topic that we receive programming about and societal messaging about. And truly is one of those things that as it manifests over time, basically pick a belief <laughs> and you can begin to kind of trace it backwards, looking at your personal feelings regarding the belief and then extending it to others and looking at how you might be projecting your belief now, this belief onto and into the world. And it doesn't really take long to see the impact that carrying certain beliefs can ripple out um, through your words, through your actions into the world. And my encouragement here is really that we should, we can and we should often be examining what are our beliefs and where do they come from? And you know, knowing that they offer us opportunities to identify ways in which we have been energetically limited, perhaps by holding on to a false notion or assigning value to that notion. Um, we can again go back to the, the topic of body image and think of any false notion, false belief that you held about your own body image. If there's something that you've worked through regarding that and how it might have impacted you before you worked through it and maybe the value that you assigned that belief, how much power did you allow it to have over your sense of self? This is what I'm talking about. This is how this false programming has sort of imprinted in a way that manifests in things where we often seek help for them. We're often not happy with perhaps our self-esteem or our sense of self uh, when it comes to the idea of body image. You know, that's a really big and easy one to use because we all know it, we've all experienced that one. But there's so many other ways this shows up. Um, it doesn't really matter. You can replace the topic. And that's how energy works. It works in the same pattern. You just replace the vibration of that pattern or the thought belief, for example, 
and you can see how that could over time have a really exponentially um, significant impact on your personal energy and how you feel about yourself, how you're willing to express yourself because of that belief. Does that belief limit you or does it empower you to shine your light into the world? So not only do I hope to encourage you to examine your beliefs, this is really a good time to do it because as I'm creating this podcast, it is the 27th of January, which means tomorrow, January 28th, 2021, it will be a full moon in Leo and Leo is all about your sense of self your heart center, what's true for you and your personal expression. And this is a really beautiful way that you can support these energies right now within yourself is to to just really check in and ask yourself, are there ways that your energetic expression is being limited from where you'd like to be to where you currently are now? It's one one thing of power. The other thing I wanted to just circle back and bring back into perspective is when we know about our energetic output ability, like at any given point in time that we have this 70 trillion volts of electricity to draw upon coursing through our body, then we can understand and gain a greater sense of personal power when we work to understand what our personal energies are and the effect of the energy that we put out there into the world and not even just in our immediate environment, but also what we're receiving from our environments to that regard and what we're receiving from the planetary changes, planetary energies that are transiting around us. And it hopefully will kind of give you a deeper understanding um, of how we can really shine our light or our energy and maybe some things that might be dimming our light, so to speak, or dimming our energy suppressing our energy, oppressing our energy. And I think that's a lot of, honestly, what what 2020 brought for us was just really, we had such significant astrology starting last year with the stellium of planets, uh, Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, stuck in Capricorn all year making massive transits. We had very big eclipses. And it was really all shaking the ground underneath us, bringing things to the surface, exposing things that some of us didn't know about, bringing greater awareness and turning our attention to what needs to be focused on, what's going on individually and collectively. 
And it really brought a lot of our boundaries and our value systems into question. It brought forward, what are they? And mostly it felt like we learned what they were by feeling what they weren't. You know, at least that was true for me as I began to see how I was drawing new boundaries all over the place in my relationship and my value system as I was feeling discomfort and what was going on around me, as I was reacting to the energies of what was happening to us and processing and integrating those feelings, they sort of settled in and created new boundaries that I discovered. And so where we are right now energetically really feels like we've been at this bridge almost. It's, it's felt like there's been a lot of death and rebirth energy that really culminated in the month of December, 2020, and really beginning on December 21st, when there was the conjunction, the great conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn, um, that really felt like the beginning of this bridging point between what was done, what's fallen away, the old, and walking into this new way of being, this higher way of expressing ourselves and coming to the table on a more profound and very intentional, intentional is a good word to use, uh, way, more authentically who we are. And so it called into question a lot of relationships in our life. A lot of things fell away that were no longer correct. There were a ton of breakups last year. And a lot of changes or upgrades to existing relationships as well. You know, it seemed we got very refined on what's working for us and how we're going to choose to show up in each other's lives. Sorry, I had to take a drink. I'm not used to this. You will have to forgive me as I go through my learning curve with um, bringing forward a podcast. It's definitely out of my comfort zone for this introvert, (laughs) but it's something that I am so excited to do that I'm willing to get uncomfortable. (laughs) And that's when growth happens, right? Is when you step outside your comfort zone. So let's see, where was I at? And what did I want to finish up with talking more a little bit about the energies that we're moving through right now and maybe give you a little bit of food for thought before I end this first podcast. But what, what we were talking about is the changeover of energies that really happened in December. And then very shortly after that, um, you know, it's really felt like things were just quiet. I think, especially in America, a lot of us just really hunkered down and withdrew a little bit. Things were very intense politically. And I think a lot of us just started turning away from some social media 
Um, but there was definitely just a ton of divisiveness rolling up to the surface. Couldn't ignore it, right? You couldn't ignore it. And now Jupiter and Saturn have moved into Aquarius. The sun is now in Aquarius. We also have Mercury in Aquarius and Venus is moving into Aquarius here shortly, which is quite a lineup. So we have, I don't even know what's more than a stellium, but we have another stellium that's gonna be lasting for a while. And this time it'll be in Aquarius, which is, you know, about the group. It's about um, connecting, it's air, it's an air sign. So it's going to be very buzzy energetically. And that's actually something that I wanted, I wanted to talk to you about. So I'm just gonna go through some um, of the most recent transits that have just occurred because they're all very significant. This month starts off, it, it's been a power-packed January as far as astrological transits and transiting energies occur. And what is happening is it's sort of setting the stage and starting the energies moving forward for the whole year. So it's important to take note of what's going on just so that you can kind of understand this is setting the tone, so to speak. Um, and hopefully maybe jot down some notes of what's been showing up for you, because you might find that these may be themes that you'll see again throughout the year. So last week on January 20th, um, Mars was exactly conjunct Uranus, which was really a powerful release energetically. Um, things came up, they came out to be felt, to be expressed. And all of that occurred in Taurus at six degrees. Um, so sort of asking where have we been restricting ourselves? Where do we still feel uncertain about things from the past year that have transpired? And what inside of us needed to burst out and be what's needing to be expressed energetically. So this could have felt like some big changes coming up um, to the surface because Uranus is the planet of, um, well, it's the higher octave of Mercury, but it's also the planet of sudden shocks and surprises and a big burst of energy. Um, something you didn't see coming usually. Taurus is our value systems and what has meaning to us, what we assign value to. Um, and so Uranus is asking us to also engage our higher mind to really kind of determine what no longer has meaning for us, what's no longer co correct anymore for us. And then Mars is sort of like um, adding gasoline. <laughs> to something, Mars basically comes along and gives fuel to the fire and really helps to create those changes. So ready or not, <laughs> here they come. And um, then, you know, the next two days later, Mars um, squared Jupiter. So that just exaggerated whatever was coming forward for you on the 20th of March 
or I'm sorry, <laughs> 20th of January, Mars exaggerates when it reaches the square with Jupiter. And it's sort of a certainty. Um, it could have also felt overwhelming or chaotic to you. Um, but hopefully it showed up as a definite energy showing you what you're meant to move forward um, in its highest expression. That uh, hopefully was the intuitive information that came forward for you. Um, and then we have tomorrow, like I said, the Leo full moon. It's at nine degrees of Leo. It's opposing the sun in Aquarius. And then also there is Jupiter, Saturn, and Mercury, um, all of which are squaring Mars and Uranus and Taurus. So there's a tension a little bit to this energy in the sense that you've got the moon shining the light, illuminating the light in Leo, which is your sense of self and your heart center and what you want, what you need, what's important to you. In contrast to the sun in Aquarius, which is of the group and of technology, of innovation and inspiration. And there's a big part of this moon that to me intuitively feels like we're really being asked to go into ourselves and give ourselves honor and credit for all the unique qualities that we each bring to the table, that we each have to shine in our full moon self, our Leo full moon self. What does that shining self look like? And I think this, this opposition in the air sign is really kind of encouraging you to begin to understand and see these aspects and how they relate to the betterment of the whole. That what is unique to you, what is amazing and specific to you and your gifts is meant to be brought forward and shared with the group in a way that's right and true for you now, in a way that integrates the release of what no longer is right following 2020. And this is really a moon that to me feels like is very much further seeding, which we don't normally think of a full moon as bringing something in. But to me, this one feels like it is doing so in, in a dualistic fashion. So it's at this, it's the yin and the yang is what I'm feeling here, you guys. And it is the opposition of releasing, firmly releasing and knowing with resolve that no longer right for you, these aspects of being and then calling in the new versions, the new visions, what you see for yourself going forward and what are those seeds that you're firmly planting right now and this is a hugely powerful time period to really be planting your seeds um, from now until this new moon that's coming up in February we're in extremely fertile ground here folks so it's okay though if 
we don't know exactly how it's going to play out or what's going to show up or how it's going to work itself out. What we really need to do is just hold on to the aspects of the vision we know are true for us and carry that forward, which is a very strong heart-centered sense of self. And that is going to be what ends up opening up the doors because there's this other aspect here that I'm feeling, which I think is the square to Mars and also Uranus and Taurus. It's probably a loose square to Uranus, more exact to Mars. Um, But I honestly don't have the transit uh, astrology pulled up in front of me because I should say, I should mention this. Um, It's important to note that I am not an astrologer. (laughs) I am a student of astrology. I use it as a tool and I do interpret it um, intuitively because it does affect our energies on an individual level. And um, it is something that I can understand energetically. And so I will be interpreting it um, for you to my best ability in these podcasts as I feel called to do so. But it is not something that I consider myself a professional in. And I always recommend definitely find your people in astrology. I have people that I follow who I find quite helpful and insightful and who are really um, empowering to me in my own journey. But I will use the information that I learn um, often through various sources and interpret that into what is coming forward for me at an intuitive level and how I see it unfolding for us energetically um, as we're kind of moving forward through some of these cosmic energies. So again, this is a thing where when I'm speaking in this regard, if it's resonating with you, take that forward and hopefully that will grow into something very supportive for you. If it's not, simply leave it be. So Back to what I was saying, the square um, to Mars and to Uranus really feels like we all have this sense of wanting to move forward, what we want to bring forward into creation, but maybe we don't know how to get there yet. And that square could be highlighting the frustration of not knowing the next step. It could be highlighting a frustration and not being able to move as fast as we'd like to forward towards this goal. But I want to assure you, um, this is exactly where we're each meant to be right now. And we are, we can find gifts in that frustration. We can learn more deeply, um, some more, some deeper personal work when we confront the feelings of the unknown, of the frustration of perhaps it's not going fast enough, it's not showing up quick enough for us, and really leaning into a heart-centered space of being open, being open to possibilities, because this is where the magic really happens, is perhaps keeping a vision 
of how the feeling is or the idea that it is that you want to come, but maybe being open to the specifics. What I mean is, um, let's say you have a specific goal. You want to, oh, I don't know, travel across country and you maybe you want to take a red convertible and rent that. But when you go there, they don't have the red convertible and you have your heart set on this red convertible to travel across the country. But what if they also had, I don't know, a soft soft top Jeep where you get the experience of being in a convertible, but it also has other features that a convertible wouldn't have off-roading features, the features to go exploring into nature a little more deeply, which is truly maybe what you wanted in the first place on your cross-country trip that you wanted to take. The idea is to be open to the possibility that there could be something better awaiting for you than you even know. So instead of putting yourself in a box, so to speak, with the specifics of how you think it's supposed to show up, your vision and whatnot. Try to shift to a perspective where you're open to that possibility or another possibility or another even better possibility that can all accomplish the same goal and vision. And some of those that might show themselves to you can't come forward you can't your energy can't pull them to you when you're boxing yourself in and this is some of you know loosely ties in a little bit to some of our limiting beliefs that we may be carrying and that can show up in beliefs about value systems and about what we just think we're deserving or worthy of and how we're able to receive So my recommendation as we're navigating through all this air energy right now, you might be feeling it. You might be feeling the buzziness mentally. There might have been some difficulty sleeping recently with all the air buzziness going on. Um, And that can feel chaotic. It can also feel like a little bit anxious or unsettled energy. And so some of the best things you can do right now um, to empower yourself is to really take time to ground yourself and to center yourself and make sure you're integrating all the energies, all the energies from this these transits that are happening in kind of a cascade effect. Um, integrating those energies on a personal level. Meditation is always my favorite go-to, becoming heart-centered and really, um, really focusing my intentions on remaining in a heart-centered space as I go throughout my day. Um, That's one of the things that I employ on a regular basis. And then just trying to stay mindful of maybe being thrown a little off-center 
um, by something that may come up or transpire throughout the day and then taking the five minutes um, to just really return back to my breath, reconnect back into my body and into my heart space. Um, so that's always my first recommendation, but make sure to get out into nature often and frequent. <laughs> well, frequent and often are the same thing, but getting out into nature, spending time out there. I know it isn't always easy when you may be experiencing um, some cold weather. If you were where I am, which is in the Midwest, it is cold and yucky and hard to stay outside for very long um, without becoming too cold and uncomfortable. But when you have the opportunities, just trying to take them, trying to soak up some vitamin D really helps. Um, we're deep into winter here in uh, the Northern hemisphere and continental United States. So seasonal effectiveness disorder is well into effect and vitamin D is really best absorbed through the sun. So if you can get out even for 10 minutes a day, if there is any sunshine that you can find. Um, other things that I like to use are salt baths. I use salt baths frequently as well. Um, water really helps to move and to cleanse and ground your energy. And so does the salt. And it really acts as an energetic conductor to move anything that may be kind of clogged or unsettling. And it's really one of the best things you can do. Um, even just taking a shower if you don't have a bath, but salt baths are definitely my favorite. Um, and then really focusing on somatic listening, listening to what your body is asking for. Uh, what does it need? You know, checking in with yourself. Is it asking for more rest? Is it asking for physical activity to channel your energy? Does it need some nourishment? Um, and then right now, I also really recommend using, I like to use it all the time, but I think this is very um very important to focus on right now is the use of mindful journaling. Um, when things feel hectic or uncertain, it's, it's often the time that we need to set aside uh, more time for this type of activity. And so some journaling prompts that you might begin to reflect on are some of the themes that are coming up with this full moon about the relationship to yourself and your unique qualities and what are the visions that you have for yourself um, and maybe some new ways, some new visions you have for how you'd like to show up in a group, in the collective. How do you want to contribute overall with others, with other relationships? And then just taking the time to check in when you're feeling resistance, when you're feeling some type of the Uranian earthquake rumbling that might be occurring with all these various squares that we're going to be seeing kind of take place since there's a lineup in Aquarius. They're basically, we're going to go through a cascade of square, square, square. And that can be rumblings can be discomfort. It can be some more things falling away from 
from your life. And it can be a recalibration of where you're really meant to be standing. So if you find that that's happened, it could be that you were maybe standing on a path that wasn't as true for you. And so sometimes Uranus will come along, shake the ground and put you on a new path that is the right and the correct path for you going forward. But that always initially feels very disruptive and very uncomfortable. So just trying hard to remain in your heart-centered place, going back to what you need, what feels good to you, and knowing that you are fully supported and fully loved and fully cherished for who you are, for your unique gifts, and for how you show up. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up this first podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for giving me grace as I kind of fumble through figuring out how to show up in this way for the first time. It is my pleasure to be here with you discussing these topics, hopefully being of some assistance. And I may, you never know, I may just be showing up with some guided meditations for us. And if you need any further support or would like to connect more deeply and more personally for some coaching sessions, you can always find me at my website, www.thenourishedheart.com. You can find me on Instagram at the.nourished.heart and also on YouTube. The Nourished Heart is the name of my channel. I would love for you to go follow me, to reach out and to schedule a session if you would like to. I am um, just now starting signups for a 12-week immersion soul coaching session where we'll meet weekly for 12 weeks to do a deep dive, meeting you where you're at right now with what you may be working through as there have been so many significant changes going on in all of our lives. And so if it calls to you to work more deeply and more specifically on really intentionally bringing forward some new change and refining what's going on in your world, please reach out to me via email, lauren at thenourishedheart.com to add yourself to my sign-up sheet for that. So I look forward to meeting you again next week. And I may be popping in for some random additional podcasts that will just be bringing forward some fun or additional topics. Until then, take care.